0: Hey, hey, everyone, and on this episode of Dear College Students, I will be talking with Trayvon McCullough, who also goes by the name Trigger Trey, and some things about Trayvon, one, he is my fraternity brother, also very influential individual, um, he travels all over drumming, he does a lot more than I can even name right now. Some things about Trayvon is he's a percussionist and the creator of Hashtag Drum Cypher, he is also a recent graduate of Florida Atlantic University in information technology and management master's program at FAU. Yes, he did graduate, just graduated with his master's degree. Also, Trayvon was involved in many organizations on campus and is a member of Progressive Black Men, AK which is Alpha Kappa Psi and Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and Trayvon. Thank you so much for being on this episode. I appreciate you, bro. Ooh, hey
1: man, thank you, bro. <laughs> that, was a, that was a mouthful, man. I really do appreciate that so kind of a introduction, man. Definitely, was, definitely a great thing to be here, man. We're glad to be here and, and support exactly what you got going on, man. So
0: yeah, yeah it's get into it, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've been looking forward to having you for sure. And I want to start off by asking you, what motivated you to pursue a career in information technology and management, and not only pursuing your bachelor's degree, but also going on right after your bachelor's degree to pursue your master's degree? Okay, so
1: uh, starting with, go ahead, starting with the, it started with me, of course, doing undergrad, and my undergrad degree was in management information systems. And what made me want to get into that is that I realized I had a passion for computer and also business growing up uh, like many people like myself you know if uh, someone going around with a computer you know right. the parents come, hey like, hey, how you come how you fix this how you fix this and right now I became like the, the in-house computer technician all, all, <laughs> on the spot so I was like okay that's something that I'm pretty good at and originally I wanted to do business I wanted to like run a business or manage a business right so when I got to FAU I was actually undecided for a couple of months until I spoke with uh, one of my advisors who let me know about the MIS program. And basically she described it as like the business side of computers. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. okay, those that's literally a meeting ground of the two interests that I have. And I was doing some research and found it's a very really hot industry to get into. You know, everything's going mm-hmm. digital. Right. It has much job security because every company, anything that you do, you know, it's all some type of technology, especially as they advance, things move into the cloud, um, etc. So that's what made me go ahead and actually want to pursue that path. Right. Um, I would say the reason why I went straight into my master's after it, um, in a similar program, information technology and management, is basically just a, uh, this is a continuation while I was learning a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth, a little bit more programs. I'm learning uh, a little bit more systems that I'm learning. Right. Um, the reason why I went into that is because the opportunity was there. I was able to bypass the GRE When I graduated, I had a 3.5, so I graduated cum laude and um, I got admitted straight into that program. And I was like, you know, I I can hammer out another year. Um, What I find is, if I didn't do, if I didn't do, if I didn't go straight into the master's program, Uh I probably was going to delay. I probably was going to start working and then, you know, not get back to it as quick as possible. I feel like I was already in the mindset. Of, you know, a school kid I right. was on the right path Doing what I need to do So I was like, why stop this momentum? Let's go ahead and get the masters out the way And get it done right. um, And I wanted to make sure that it was continuing The the education that I had before So that program was perfect for me And yeah, I just graduated um, August 9th And I literally just got my degree in the mail today So I was gonna get that nice and framed up okay. Get that over to my mom's and stuff Because, you know, that's I feel like it's mainly for, you know
0: Perfect. I feel that yeah. I definitely feel that my mom actually does have my degree as well. <laughs> like yeah. the degree that I have is just a photocopy. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Like that's I think that's what I'm gonna do. That's things for right. Because honestly, man, it's really cool for my, my folks, man. Because right.
0: they're the one that that really believed
1: in me and then always kinda kept me in that uh, you know, you're the star boy, you're the, the smart kid, uh right. I'm, I'm a first generation student. Um I said am the youngest of three, but none of my older siblings actually went to college. They kinda just went straight into the job for it, so I feel that's a very
0: important thing that I finished, right? So I can set an example for the you know generations coming forward. You know, that's real. Now, what are some of the steps that you had to take in order to achieve your goal? Okay, so that's a very hard one because, uh, like I said before,
1: I was a first generation. So even fresh out of high school, there's some <laughs> things I just didn't know. Like I didn't know how to. Fill out the fast file. I didn't know how right. to like go about applying for colleges, so I really had to take it upon myself to use the resources that I had in high school. Right, now I was in and out of my brace advisor uh, office, trying to get scholarships, trying to, you know, do all that, and I applied to a couple of schools. Um, when I did mm-hmm. the tour, FAU just felt like home. It was close, I, so I could stay, go back home, and. Then um, see my folks, and right. I was really involved with the drum line uh, at high school, so I wanted to make sure I go back and be able to teach them and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was just a perfect situation for me. So that was like step one. Um, and then just continuing on, I just made sure that I was persistent in my work, making sure that I prioritized my schoolwork over my, my social life, even though I did do a lot socially on campus. Mm-hmm. And pretty sure we're going to get into that a little later. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, I did a lot on campus. So my steps uh once i actually got in was just staying staying persistent in my work mm-hmm. um even when it got close to graduating for graduating the undergrad program i i started doing more research into okay what's the what's the next step right. Started doing research into the, the grad program got in um and just went straight from there
0: so i would say those were the main steps that's true um, that's true and now i want to start getting into like Cause I, I know you just said that you were, um, that you were a drummer in high school and I right. know that that career even went mm-hmm. further and you right. also were drumming in college too. Yeah. So yeah. I want you to talk a little bit about like what made you start getting into drumming and starting, what is it? Drum Cypher? Okay. That you created as okay. well. <laughs> so,
1: so I'm going to start with just drumming in general. So in uh-huh. high school,
0: around like 10th
1: grade, I, I was really just kind of going to class and, and going home. I didn't really was doing much. Um, I had started picking up some instruments, but like, like guitar and piano, but nothing was, right. was sticking. Nothing was really, I wasn't really being consistent with it. So one of my good friends told me, Hey, you know, come to this, uh, Martian band practice and just see you, just check it out see if you like it. So I went, it was pretty cool. They seemed like they had a kind of family orientation. Uh, i mm-hmm. seen people learning stuff. I had seen the movie Drumline, and I remember watching that movie and, and trying to imitate what they do, but I could actually never do it. Right. So I was like, you know what? All right, let me try this out. So, um, got on the bass drum line. Uh, which is, you know, it's a, I yeah. kind of do like that. So started off there. Um, I really wanted to make sure I was on snare line by the next year, so I just kept practicing at home. Um, uh, after that, I actually made the snare line, became the captain the next year. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was my high school career. That kind of really pushed me into the drumming world. Right. I got to FAU. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much it was a continuation of that. I marched with FAU for three years, and while i was doing that i was also trying to make a brand for myself and get known okay. through performances so one notable uh, performance i can tell you about is um um black student union's mm-hmm. uh, battle of the sexes so my freshman year i actually um was the first male winner of that competition oh wow um, yeah it was it was, was crazy because i was even scared to even Audition for that role. That's an auditorium, right? Yeah, it was. In the, it was oh, not, I yeah. saw you. I do yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, no, the one you're talking about that was um that was the Apollo. But oh, I did okay. perform that too. I'm gonna tell you right. about that too. But the 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 balance that happened in the the Grand Palm Room uh, this is like back in 2014. It was when my first got to campus, and it was crazy because. When I, I was even scared to audition, but one of my friends, you know, pushed me to, to go and audition. I was like the last person to audition. I was mm-hmm. like, man, what if they don't really relate to what I got going on? Because right. I had been to some of the shows, like similar shows, and I seen like rappers, poets, singers. Right. And I was like, they probably don't even understand what I got going on. But, you know, I, I just took a leap of faith. I went to the audition, uh, played some for them on my little speaker, and they loved it. Everyone in the room loved it. And I, wow. Um, ended up going to the competition. <laughs> ended up, you know, winning the first round mm-hmm. and then winning the second round and I even Shit. dropped the stick and all. And I thought it was over with and people, the crowd actually loved that moment. So that really showed me that I could take this talent much further than what I was thinking. Like, you know, it, 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 this talent can go well beyond like marching band and stuff. So at that moment, I was like, OK, I'm going to do more performances. So like right. the one that you saw me at Apollo. I didn't win that one, but um, that was a great opportunity, too, because that was in front of like pretty much like the whole population yeah because cool really i don't even know they do that even anymore but no, that was cool because people got to see the, the talent of what i can do and then um just like throughout my whole college career i did a lot of performances especially with like uh for example blazing the arts uh the pbm mm-hmm. throws um even the, the let's see like 2015 i did the alphas uh pageant this was before i was even alpha. Right. Um, and I did, the, I did a performance with one of the contestants. Okay. So I was just doing a lot of performances back then. Um, so I made sure I continued that even out after I graduated. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Um, you, you asked about Drum Cipher. So yeah. Drum Cipher.
0: Woo! You take it uh, off with uh, that one. <laughs> Drum
1: Cipher, bro. Drum Cipher. So let me tell people what Drum Cipher is. So yeah. If you don't know. So Drum Cipher is a little video series that I created um, mostly... On Instagram, but I'm trying to get YouTube. Trying to get my right. audience also on YouTube. Okay, but the premise of it is um, rappers and singers collaborating over a African drum called the cajon. And oh, type of cajon I have is called slap top cajon. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the drum world, it's not really used that much. So I started using that drum. Uh, probably like two years back, and I wanted to kind of use it more for something else. Right. And uh, my good friend uh, Devin, the you know, YZ yeah. of YZ K So I remember one time I was just playing it, and he was freestyling to it, and I was like, "Yo, let's get this on camera." Yeah. So we went out and recorded it, put it on IG. The people loved it, and I was like, "All right, this is something that could actually pop." Right. So at that point, I put a name behind it, you know, and now I've worked with over forty artists. Shush. You know, over 40 counting uh, artists and so the idea for that is to basically create a network of, right. of creatives just you know in, in a in push people's content out there in a very creative way and just create that whole network and insert myself into the music community right. down here and meet more people get more opportunities and just keep that thing going man so that's yeah, right. that's one of my that's like my it's like my baby so i'm really right. animated to talk about that
0: right yeah, I definitely feel you. That's kind of like how I am about my mm-hmm. podcast. Like, this is my baby too. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, what are some of the milestones that you had to overcome in order to become a successful drummer? Um, some of the milestones are uh, definitely getting that skill level.
1: Um, right. Some, t- some people think that it's something that everyone can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I-, I wouldn't say that. It-, it really takes discipline. It really takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of studying and understanding. Right. Just like with any craft, you know, you really mm-hmm. got to sit down and, and perfect it yeah. before you can go out there and you know um, do much with it. So it took a lot of practicing. It took a lot of me getting outside my comfort zone. Yeah, um, took a lot of networking, um, reaching out to people, kind of studying other people's styles. Uh, shout out to Ralph Nader, uh, was one of my big inspirations. Drumming, oh, wow. uh, he basically do what I do, also, which I haven't even talked about the side of I. On my IG, I also do snare drum covers to, like, popular songs. Okay. For example, I just did one to Money in the Grave by Drake. Oh, like and Rick Ross, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I just did one to that, and I do do those type of songs all the time. I did Hot Girl Summer recently, and I went uh, big. Um, I just try to do, you know, notable songs that people can vibe along to and just show it to them in a more creative way. Right. So the, that was the those were definitely the main steps, uh, just getting comfortable, being
0: uncomfortable, practicing, yep. networking. Um, and just having confidence in my abilities. That's, that's real. Now, you were involved in so many organizations on campus. You are involved in so much off campus as well. Yeah. So, but I really want to focus on on campus and okay. the um, different organizations that you were involved in. Right. And what made you want to get so involved?
1: Um, so what made me want to get involved is it's a similar story to what I was talking about with uh, high school house kind of just mm-hmm. going to class Going home, Um, but that kind of happened at the university level where I was going to class, going to band practice, going to the calf home, right? Rinse and repeat. That was my whole first semester. That's true. So after that, I was like, "Yo, I need to like actually get out here and better myself and meet more people," you know, Mm -hmm. especially like minded people. Um, So I I joined um, Progressive Black Men Incorporated Mm -hmm. in in spring of 2015. That organization taught me a lot about myself, my strengths and weaknesses. Gave right. me a network of, uh, brothers that, you know, I'm still very, very close with today. Um, did a lot of work with them, had held some eboard positions, well, held one e-board position with that mm-hmm. organization was, uh, administrative mm-hmm. secretary. Um, that was my first like eboard leadership type role. So right. it taught me a lot about how to, you know, manage meetings, how to, you know, deal with different personalities, mm-hmm. you know, run events, right. a lot of things that I kind of take over into my life now. Okay. Um. Spring 2016, I joined Alpha Kappa Psi, which is a business fraternity, and that Mm -hmm. really sharpened myself as a businessman. Right, taught me a lot about you know the professional etiquette. Mm -hmm. It was very useful. Um, The the things I learned that was very useful, especially in the professional world. Right, you know, lot not too many people know how to conduct themselves in the professional environment, and it really kind of gave me a uh, a step ahead in how to how to carry myself um, in that type of environment. And also as a brotherhood. You know, above all, it's also a brotherhood as people that, especially my line. Um, oh, yeah. Are people I hang out with to this day, very close. Um, let's see. And then and fall 17, I joined Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And, you know, being a part of that organization definitely has definitely molded me into, right. like, really sharpened me into a, a very polished individual, for sure and also another brotherhood uh, that I had an e position in. I was the vice president when I first came in. Um, yeah, so I had a lot of experience in, in organizations on campus because I wanted to make sure I got all of what I... I wanted to maximize my potential in college. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, especially that's no younger than me, like, if you really want to make your college experience better, you got to get out there and and... and Surround yourself with like minded individual people that's going to bring you to that next level. Correct. Um, and the best way to do that is to get involved. You know, um, you're not going to have a great time if you just go into your room. Exactly. You, know you really got to mold your own experience. It's your story to tell, your college is the story that you're going to be telling your kids like, hey, this is what I did in college or whatever. And it's a legacy that you want to build for yourself. So that's the main reason why I really got as involved as I did in campus.
0: Gotcha. And what did you enjoy most about getting involved on campus?
1: <sighs> okay. <laughs> what I really in, uh, enjoyed the most, it's, gonna sound, it's not going to sound crazy, but it's like really just waking up and being able to participate in just various different things. That's not, it's that right. never dull moment type of thing because mm-hmm. I was involved with so much. There was always something for me to do. Right. I was never a dull moment. I'm the type of person where it's like I really like to stay way more active. I'd mm-hmm. rather be super busy than super like stagnant. And I have exactly. To do. And um, being on campus really just kept me busy you know i think that was the best part of it It really kept me active and um kept me learning
0: right yeah and how did you balance like your social life your academic life your drumming life like how did you manage all of that
1: um i just basically created a hierarchy like um okay
0: and at the top of that hierarchy was
1: making sure that my school stuff got done yep um it may seem like i was just kind of all over the place but i literally had everything down to the T and then and being in these organizations, it teach you time management because it's like you have to get your work done if you want to be a great student you have to get your work done before right. you do all this stuff so I was in the library you know consistently right um in my room studying you know with, with my peers studying that's in the class right um and I just I just knew that you just got to get it done you got to prioritize sometimes people fall into that trap where they get so involved and they let the main thing, the main reason you're there for is your education. And as long as you can keep that in mind, everything else is extracurricular. Now, granted, the things that's extracurricular are some of the things that's also going to build you as a person. You got to understand that main objective is to get that degree. Right. And that's why I prioritized. And um, everything after that was just a plus. And everything kind of fell in line because I got my work done so early, I was able to do a lot more stuff. And that's pretty much how
0: I, I organized my time got gotcha. you and what let me go into this what are three words or three values that you really take to heart and go by on a daily basis first thing that came to mind is don't give up that's uh, right there's
1: been there's been times where you know the college is very stressful like it makes sound glamorous the, the movies make it sound glamorous uh make it sound like <laughs> doesn't so it doesn't yeah if you watch watching drumline you watch um Stumpyard, <laughs> you watch any of these movies exactly that portray the college life it, it seems like all glamour and oh man everything's gonna be cool gonna have so easy fun. <laughs> yes you're gonna have fun but you also have to have that balance man it's not it's not easy so you really gotta Take everything, you know, a step at a time and, and, and make sure you're managing your
0: time well. With that. Right. Gotcha. And the last question is what is one piece of advice that you would give to a college student going through a rough time with trying to pursue not only their bachelor's degree, but also their master's degree? <sighs> My best advice
1: would be to use your resources provided on campus. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times people don't do that and they find themselves in a situation where they're kind of figuring it all out on their own but you don't have to do that there's literally resources there's advisors like the the university put a lot of money into these offices for example fau there's a career center some people i know don't even get to the career center until like you know their senior year like people could be doing that in their freshman year trying to figure out what they want to do they could be getting their resume critique. they can be getting those type of things done so that they have more of an idea of how they're going to navigate. Okay, what's going to happen after college? Am I going to go master school? Am I going straight into working? Right. Um, and also on the, on the flip side of that, you also want to make sure that you're doing just as much as academic study that you're doing, do your own independent research on something that you want to endeavor in because a lot of people are going to the school and they're getting the same degree as you Mm -hmm. and what you're trying to do, let's say in a professional, professionally, there's a lot of people that's going to be also trying to do the same thing. What's going to set you apart is that you getting involved in your own independent research, um, you know, certifications. Exactly. uh, Things like that, just having that plus so that, you know all what there is out there. So doing your own inter- independent research is, is free, man. You got Google can teach you pretty much anything <laughs> you want. Really? <laughs> like YouTube, um, there's free courses and things. So that would be my biggest advice. like Use your resources around you, network, and make sure you're doing your own independent studies outside of your, your curriculum.
0: Gotcha. Trayvon, I want to thank you so much. Um, I've been looking forward to this episode for a very long time. For sure, for sure. I know I've been bugging you. I've been trying to get you on here because I knew that this would be a great episode. To all my listeners out there, I want to say thank you. Please continue to like, subscribe, and just like I said, continue just to listen to your favorite episode. Leave me a rating on Apple Podcasts if you can. And I just hope you all have a great day and look forward to hearing from you all.